Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Caputo soldiers are not marching. Cindy's out and about in the real world. Alex proposes an open relationship. And is Ruiz's baby daddy really her baby daddy? We've got that and so much more. You're watching Orange is the New Black After Show. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz <laughs> Welcome back. We're back. I feel like we've been gone for a minute, like a whole week. A whole (laughs) week. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. This is Orange is the New Black after show here at After Buzz. This is episode six. Yes. Season 7, um, Stuck in the Elevator, we have so much to talk about. Caputo's getting surgery for his balls. <laughs> TMI. Um, Alex is, wants Piper to explore, you know, get her relationship. Yeah, got her freak on without her. Um, Ruiz cheated on her baby daddy, who might not be her baby daddy. And Cindy got out. Woo. Yes. So we got that. We have some, a special segment. And, of course, I couldn't do this without my lovely co-host, Francesca, hey. holding it hey. down. And who are you? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm Brianna Cheyenne. That's so funny. Let's okay. not forget. Yeah, let's not forget. So, please tell me, what were your overall thoughts? Um, I, You know what? Actually, I was a little confused in this episode for a bit mm-hmm. with the flashbacks for uh, Maria. Because okay. there was, like, one point where I couldn't tell if it was the current time or the past mm-hmm. um so it kind of had me on my toes and i was i mean last episode we talked about um our predictions with cindy and tasty and i was just so nervous the whole episode that tasty was gonna like kill cindy me too so i was like tense but then we got a lot of good stuff yeah What'd yeah you think? i thought it was really great i felt the same way i thought tasty was gonna uh do something to cindy right before she left because mm-hmm. when cindy was on the phone with her mom and she's like no i'll tell you later i'm like oh my god something's <laughs> gonna happen now, and she's not gonna get a chance <laughs> but i'm so glad that um but tasty doesn't have that in her but we're gonna yeah. get yeah we're, we'll get to that yeah we're gonna get to that uh first i want to start off about this open relationship proposal alex had for piper um, that takes a lot yeah. to be okay with that. And Alex, she's very self-aware about the situation, mm-hmm. and she knows that she doesn't have a lot to offer. She doesn't have anything to offer Piper. Just a little loop videos of her moaning. <laughs> of her moaning. <laughs> For real, exactly. And sneak phone calls, and that's yeah. it. Um, so how did what did what were your first thoughts when Alex gave Piper that idea? Honestly, uh, I I. I truly thought Piper couldn't do it. Like, Mm -hmm. I kind of had a feeling that she couldn't do it. Just because Piper's always been so obsessed with, like, Alex and wanting to be with Alex. Mm -hmm. Like, to the point where she risked, you know, accidentally going back to jail because of her uh, parole officer and stuff like that. Um, But I, I... 
the second that she said that, I was like, something is going to go down <laughs> with, uh, what's her name? Um, so that made McCullough. me nervous. Yeah. 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 I was nervous about it. And I'm like, wow, that's really selfless of Alex to be okay with. Because, I mean, people in the real world can't do that, obviously. Right. Well, some, but it's very, it's a rare case. Um, so it was nice to put Piper's needs first, even yeah. though Alex had no intention of doing her own thing in jail. Right. But it was crazy because that was her idea to get Piper out of trouble, keep her out of trouble. And I'm just like, aren't there other ways to go <laughs> How about, about that? not be crazy, Piper? <laughs> right. Just think before you do things. But I mean, like, as much as like we hate on the relationship, I think that shows how how they do have kind of this like really special bond mm-hmm. because Alex knows how Piper reacts to everything and that she kind of needs to be, I guess, coddled would be the right yeah, word. Yeah, because Piper's um, manic. Yeah. She, she might need to be diagnosed. Yeah. <laughs> she does. Yeah. Piper should have been in psych for a little bit. Just a little. Just a little while. Um, we knew that McCullough was going to wear that bustier. Ugh. That damn She's trying to be like Selena. Come on. <laughs> Come on, McCullough. Yes. And the way she did. And she's so awkward with the way she flirts with Alex. And <laughs> Alex was like, are you trying to single white female me right now? <laughs> Which was so funny because she just hit it right off the head. Right on the head. She's like, is that mine? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. That's the strangest thing. Um, but what's not strange is our love for our audience and of course we have Francesca who has a special message for you Yay! what's up guys um before we move on to our next topic and continue talking about everything we just want to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk um we love that we're growing from your help and we appreciate that so if you're on YouTube right now hit that thumbs up button Uh, press subscribe if you're listening on iTunes rate us five stars leave us a nice comment um and just get involved in the conversation. We love looking on YouTube as well for the comments. And um, thanks for being a part of AfterBuzz. Thank you, guys. We love the love. We love the love. We also love how the ward is really... Not the ward. Warden Ward. Warden Ward. Is taking control of her position now. And Linda kind of set her up in a way with this from the beginning yeah Yeah, from the beginning um but i like that she's aware of why she got the position and she's embracing it just like figueroa advised Mm -hmm. her to um what were your thoughts on linda's pr tactic Honestly, that was another thing I was confused with. I was mm-hmm. like, what did she just do? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not good at that kind of stuff in general. So I was like really listening. Like, what is she going to tell her how to, how to, um, oh wait, we're talking about Linda or Linda, Figueroa? Linda, Linda telling, like Linda letting, um, Ward know about the whole PR thing. Oh, okay. And then before she had to go to Figueroa and right, Figueroa. Right, okay. Yeah. I blended the two. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wasn't surprised that she came to her and, you know, especially, like, we were talking about this right before we started filming, um, how she was like, and keep your hair the same. Yeah. And just like, she's just her PR, like, stunt. Yes. Double buddy, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was funny when Ward went to Figueroa about it and Figueroa was watching the, I don't know at what point, but I guess she was watching the interview back and she's like, wow, she's using her as her human shield. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's literally what she is. So any blowback that anyone gets, it's only on Ward. Going to Ward. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the first thing they're going to do is resort to, well, she wasn't even qualified in the first place right. and her age and this black woman and da 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 da. And nobody's really going to look at Linda 
as the puppet master because that's exactly what she is. Mm-hmm. Um, so when the uh, the interviewer made the comment about all the money that they were saving, two million. That is crazy, and it was total a total shock to yeah to her. She didn't even know, and yeah, I'm like, what the heck? So what what are they doing with this money? Exactly, that's a great question, and I can't wait to unfold how that comes about. Mm. What do you think about? The idea to shut down uh, the, psych the psych ward. ward. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, they... Yeah, no. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, This they, they need their own special kind of, like, area because they don't want to get... I, things can get crazy. But, um, you know, we already did... They already shut down the shoe. Mm-hmm. And, it, yeah, it's just, it's just kind of sucks because they're just taking back... They're just thinking about their profits. That's all yeah. they're thinking about. And to just toss psych people in with Gen Pop is one thing. And then Linda's idea for, you know, the really bad case, like mental cases, oh, we'll just hand them over to a hospital. Yeah. And then the rest of the leftovers will just give them some pills. And Ward makes a great point. Like, medication isn't one size fits all. Right. And then her response is, oh, well, we have this one and that one. And just because you have a variety of options doesn't mean Mean. it's okay. I'm wondering if Linda is, like, truly okay with this or if she's just doing what she needs to do for for the the job. But, like, she just seems like she's a part of, like, the problem. Yeah, she's a huge part of the problem. And I honestly feel like Linda doesn't see anything okay with it because just the the way she carries herself. Because when I compare her to Figueroa, Figueroa has more of that aura. Like, she just does it because that's her job. Right. Just like how she has this ice position. She's just doing it because that's the position that she's been given. Mm-hmm. Linda looks like she takes great pride in what she's, she's doing. Snarky. She's very snarky. Yeah. And her smile, she just has no remorse she's for anything. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's wild? I thought her being involved in the prison, getting caught up in there and getting stuck during the whole riot thing, I thought that would have humbled her. And I feel so stupid for thinking thinking that. that. Yeah, I totally completely forgot about that. But yeah, that should have humbled her. Um, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. She didn't, she she flipped it. She Mm -hmm. flipped that situation around where she could have been like the victim and like humbled and more have more empathy mm-hmm. she just took it and flipped it yeah yeah well linda's good for that um ruiz and her i love i don't really think we got a great idea of her life before prison or maybe i just can't remember yeah i couldn't remember i had to go back and do a little google uh-huh. because i couldn't remember what we what we saw from her um but it was what you know what she got caught for mm-hmm. in the flashback with the counterfeit clothes that was like the main thing I didn't know that was going to be such a big deal. Well, here's the thing. For me, I'm just kind of confused as to why she would even take that risk in a store like that. Right. And because originally she had also gotten, like, she was involved with drugs and that kind of got caught. Mm -hmm. So then she moved to that. So, like, you'd think you'd learn your lesson dealing with these kind of, like, situations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I thought she was doing it, from the flashback, it made it look like she was doing it on the side. I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize she was actually doing it through the store. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, she was with this guy, and he's married. 
<laughs> rolling my eyes. And uh, they fit the t- stereotypical affair, like, when are you going to leave your, your wife? Well, when are you going to leave your boyfriend? And it's just... I don't know. I mean, I knew I knew Maria was savage, but I didn't. I because you saw like the way her boyfriend. Um, it's a uh, Yadriel. Yeah, Yadriel. Yes. You saw how he changed his life around. He was working at GNC, trying to make a better life, and she's the assistant manager at that store. And it just sucks that he was putting in that effort, and she was cheating on him mm-hmm. at her store. In the dressing room, basically every day. In the same mall where in they the work. Same mall. That is some savage, like, savagery. I mean, um, I don't get why. Like, she clearly is so opposite from him. Like, mm-hmm. he was so just quiet and chill. Like you said, he wanted to like turn his life around, and she's just out there. And it's like, why are you? Yeah. Why are you even dragging him along? And I think it's also because, well, she said they have history. And then it makes it seem like she's only with him because they have years on it. Right. Whereas she could have just let him go and let let him live his life. I mean, clearly he has no problem because when she got locked up, he moved on and started living his life. Um, instead of, you know, like you said, dragging him along. Right. I think a lot of it was also because she's just very selfish and materialistic. Because the whole situation with this side guy was... You know, it felt it was exciting. Mm-hmm. He talks, is what right, she right. said. Um, and then she just wanted to be able to party and spend money and get money, just live a certain lifestyle. And it's crazy that she would resort to really destroying her life over something so stupid like counterfeit clothes. I know. Like, yeah. Um, so then when she gets arrested, she goes to jail and she tells Yadriel that she's pregnant. And he's so excited. And I felt so bad for him. Yeah, because, yeah, this whole time she's been sleeping around. And then she straight up even tells him, like, you're the only one I've been with. Yeah. Like, uh, no. And so this poor guy is going to have to take care of this kid mm-hmm. outside of work. And it might not, outside of work. <laughs> outside of jail. And it might not even, it might not even be his um yeah uh, i don't know i thought it was interesting that she threw in the fact like you're the only one i'm sleeping with like Like, why would you say that you don't have to say that if you're Mm -hmm. in a monogamous relationship so you just put yourself out there but he's not even realizing Mm -hmm. that because i'm gonna be a dad and he might not even be the dad right um that that scene that flashback was the one that confused me me too yeah so i was like are we in the present or are we in the past it was not the only thing that i realized was it was that crying lady that was only on the phone so i was like okay no that had to have been in the past then because i haven't seen her in any of the recent seasons Mm -hmm. um but no that was really confusing i was like she's pregnant again yeah (laughs) i feel like that was a subtle way of the writers making sure we weren't confused by that right yeah yeah um, so he comes to the jail and he tells her that he's moved on mm-hmm. and it's been a month and it's serious. It's been a month mm. and it's serious. <laughs> Francesca, please tell me what you think about this relationship. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I can't take after a month, like you can't really, you can't really judge, but I mean, it seems like he's head over heels and I, I guess maybe because of his personality how mellow it is and something like that like he kind of like 
might be more in tune with like his emotions mm-hmm. or like you know what I mean but I don't know but it's definitely too soon I think to be involving children into a new relationship if they're not do you think Ruiz is justified in feeling the way she feels about him I think actually for her it wasn't even about her daughter mm-hmm. uh, I think it was for her it was about the fact that she doesn't have like necessarily him there anymore mm. um because it kind of, like, her personality, we were talking about, like, it's just so, like, material and this and this and this. She kind of wants what she wants when she wants it. Yeah. Um, so to hear that he might not be around, like, I think that was more devastating to her than, right. than the thing with with her daughter being around another woman. I think, I agree. I think it's a, I think it's also, like, a territorial thing. Mm-hmm. Um, with her daughter, not so much. Mm. Like, with, with Yadriel and her daughter. Mm. Um, Peppa is her name. Peppa. Peppa. I just think Peppa Pig. Yeah. I thought, at first, I'm like, oh, she just calls her Peppa, but it's Pepper, but her accent makes it sound like Peppa. And I looked it up, and, and like, says, no, she needs her Peppa. Peppa. Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> hey, whatever. Shout out to the Peppas in the world. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, it, it, um... It confused me because I was like, why is he moving in with this lady? Mm -hmm. Uh, But it shows that he is a family man at heart and he just loves being a dad and he's doing what's best for her. I do think it is a bit confusing, though, to move in with this woman so soon for his daughter. I like just like on a normal. I mean, people can have debates on this all day, Mm -hmm. but I, I yeah, I think that's too soon. And again, like I said, like bring having kids involved um that's hard because what if they don't work so this kid grows up you know five more months a year with someone else and then they're gone and it's just, exactly it's, you know it can be detrimental to the to the, ch- the child yeah and that's exactly what maria said too she said i know you you don't love her this is just a fling she's gonna this you met her in a month she's gonna be gone in a month mm-hmm. um and it's sad to say, but it kind of shows, like, it is a little true, because he didn't even fight it. He's like, no, this is serious. That wasn't even convincing. <laughs> he was just so, like, monotone and mellow. <laughs> I was The whole time I was wondering if, uh, I don't know, I didn't look, but if, if he has, like, all those tattoos in real life, or those are just, like, for the show. I wonder. I've, I need to look his name up, because he he's kind of cute. He is kind of cute. I like, the, <laughs> like the tattoos, extra points if those are your real tattoos. <laughs> I like, like that. Him. We, <laughs> like him. we like you. Um, so she wrote this letter to him, and she took on this victim role. Yeah, that was that was to me was funny to watch because uh, you know when someone just can't even admit something, you know that they're going through it. She's mm-hmm. like she's not even ready to deal with it. Um, and I like that, like. Caputo calls her out and is like, "No, you need to rethink this." Because mm-hmm. uh, well, who would, who did she originally write her her letter to? Where she's like, "No, well, I'm the victim." Who was it to? She uh, she wrote it. She wrote one to him because um, she was like, "F you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I it's think that like, was the only one. Okay, yeah. I, I was just like, "Oh God!" Like, just take a breather. Like, yeah. think about it. Um, and I know this kind of, like, blends, blends into Cindy, which we'll get mm-hmm. into later. But, like, I'm happy that she heard Cindy give her all in her uh, apology letter. Me too. And it was nice to see her, like, break down. You know, mm-hmm. she has tears. She sits and she realizes, um, like, she's, 
you know, she's acting a little cray-cray. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I think, I agree, I really like that she, because you saw that change in her, uh, and it was, well, I'm glad she did the second letter. Yes. And then she read that to him, so he has that closure, so he mm-hmm. knows, like, I can move on. But it does bother me that he doesn't bring Peppa to see Maria, but he's quick to move her in with this lady he's known for a month. Yeah. Well, I mean, they said, right, that he'll start bringing her as long as she's, like, good, I guess. Yeah. Which kind of sucks, because, like, to use use your child as, like, leverage. Exactly, like a pawn. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Um, And knowing how prideful Maria is, I'm sure she doesn't want Peppa thinking, like, just because this woman is around, this is your new mommy. Like, you have a mommy, and she needs to know her. And I think that's fair. I mean, Mm -hmm. when you carry somebody in your belly for nine months, and then you're missing out all that guilt, the least you can do is at least know, hey, I exist. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, just just like with, um, what's her name? Oh, my gosh. Lorna. Lorna. Like, you know, she had that baby with her, and now it's... (laughs) Now she's gone, so she's, like, freaking out. So, mm-hmm. like, it's definitely definitely a lot. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the change that Maria felt after listening to Cindy's letter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, briefly, before we get into Cindy, I want to touch on that. It also changed Caputo's outlook, too. Because mm-hmm. originally in the episode, we watched him and uh, Figueroa at home. Oh, yeah, you're right. And... At, for a moment, he was kind of doubting wanting to be a dad. And he's like, what do I have to ha- hand over and all this stuff? My bald head. My, yeah. <laughs> Having too much e- uh, hair in your ears. <laughs> <laughs> That's so gross, by the way. Uh, <laughs> sexy. So sexy. <laughs> you know Figueroa was in the mood immediately. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, but then after listening to Cindy's letter, he changed his mind. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, I want to get this surgery on my balls. And I want to do this for our family. Um, so what do you think about his change of mind? Do you think it's good, or do you think he should? I'm still just so weirded out by them as, a, like, a couple. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like they made a great uh, buddy par- yeah. partnership, if you will. Um, but okay. them at actually, like, being in a relationship and raising a child, I'm still, like, I, I'm still, like, what? Yeah, it's so weird. Like, I see it. I see how they, like, love each other in these, like, different, not traditional ways. Because yeah. she's so, like, smart-mouthed and you know, ignoring him, watching TV shows, and, mm-hmm. like, he's he's so, like, kind of sensitive and, yeah. like, calm. So it's just weird to me. Um, but uh, I think I think it's it's cute, though, because mm-hmm. just because of their personalities that they're trying to do that. And asking, you know, a guy to cut his balls, <laughs> I mean, pretty sure that's, like, that's a big deal. It is. Um, I wouldn't expect... You know, if I really wanted kids and, like, my partner couldn't, I wouldn't expect him to Mm -hmm. want to do that. Because if it was the other way around, I would really be thinking about surgery on me. Mm -hmm. um, Just because surgery in general is scary. Um, So, I mean, that the fact that that letter touched him that much, that's Mm -hmm. that's a lot. So, let me ask you this, then, in your opinion. Mm -hmm. Or, like, say you're in a situation where you've been getting these shots these IV, I think it's IVF shots, mm-hmm. um, and then your husband comes to you and he's just like, you know, maybe we shouldn't do this. Maybe this is a sign that we shouldn't have kids. But you've already started this cycle on your own. Is it a? Would it be a deal breaker for you? Um, well, I think for me personally, we would have had to have that talk before I started shooting myself with, you know, these uh, the hormones, hormones or what mm-hmm. whatnot, because um, that's like. 
that's a lot too to I I I know someone who like this might not be exactly the same but I know someone who donated eggs and they had to get like hormone shots and stuff all the time too and they said it was like very painful oh really yeah and so like I before I would even start doing anything like that to myself I feel like we would have to have this talk like if it's just me mm-hmm. and you're okay and we really want to do this I'll do this but like we need to know from the beginning if it's both of us because if it's right. both of us we need to talk about both options before one starts uh, you know mm-hmm. it's not it's a two-way street it's not one-sided yeah yeah I think that was that might have been a problem they had in their relationship because I feel like Figueroa really really wanted the baby and not to say that uh, Caputo didn't. I think Caputo's just like a go with the flow type of yeah. guy, and he wants to make her happy. And then once things got a little complicated, he started shaking. Right. So I just hope that if she does get pregnant and have a baby, I hope that doesn't make him shake up a little bit and say, <laughs> "Ooh, do I want to be a father?" Because it's too late uh, yeah. at that point. I don't feel honestly. I don't feel like he would do that because mm-hmm. since, since he you know decided to do the surgery, like I I feel like. He, I mean, that's you're committing right there. You're yeah. getting your balls cut open. Yes, <laughs> cut open. Um, so we can't gloss over this Mm-mm. whole Me Too thing. Oh my god, yeah. That he found out right before he went into surgery. Th- that dude, that's the worst. That is, I feel like <laughs> stuff like that happens all the time. Like you're about to like walk into work and then you get like a call or a text and you're like shit. And yes. so your whole shift you're like freaking out or like, you know, I don't know, stuff like that always happens. So it was like the worst timing ever yeah. to see that. And and he I mean that came out of left field so random and like i couldn't i was like trying so hard to remember even her mm-hmm. i remember the situation i remember him inviting you know someone to see side boobs <laughs> uh, but like i had forgotten about that because it was yeah me too season one season two you know it was mm-hmm. so long ago so Woo, that's that's something to see right before you're about to get your balls cut open yeah <laughs> and he was shook you saw him in that elevator Trapped in the elevator. Isn't that so funny? Aha! Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Trapped in the elevator. Um, so, yeah, that was very interesting. I can't wait to get into that next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel bad for him because Caputo's not that guy. I like, I, well, I couldn't really remember. Did he come off creepy? I felt like he was kind of creepy back I, in season one and two. Yeah, I think he came off creepy because we didn't really know that's just his personality. Yeah. That he's just kind of awkward and like weird. weird. Just, but he's a nice guy. Right. And so I could see it coming off as predatory to someone mm-hmm. that you work with. But at the same time, I remember she was a little... And, and not to pass blame. Right. But she, the way she received it, she wasn't as bold about saying no so for a nice guy like him and he's just trying to be friendly and cool he's going to keep on trying like no be my friend like i'm a nice guy and that's just who he was um so we'll see where that leads cindy's out cindy she oh man Cindy's out. She out. I had completely forgotten about that whole backstory about her daughter. Her daughter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I was wondering when we saw at the end of the last episode where Tacey comes on her file and sees that she's getting early release and she has all that information, I was literally like, what could she do with mm-hmm. the information on here? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so that was, a, that was a little crazy because that's such a huge part of Cindy's 
you know, story is the fact that she had the kid and she's having she's having her mom mm-hmm. raise her daughter as her own. And um, I don't know. Were you actually were you surprised that her letter was to her mom? Her mom? Yeah, yeah. Because I thought she was gonna write a letter to yeah to Tasty. Because she was like, "Does what we say in here stay in here?" Right. So I was just like, well, why aren't you writing Tasty? <laughs> but, oof. I was hoping, part of me was hoping she was she would write a letter and at least leave it for Tasty before she left. Oh, yeah. That would have been, that would have been a good that idea. That would have been nice. But I think part of Cindy knew it wouldn't make a difference. Either that or it would be, it's too hard for her to admit out loud. And I think, it's son, and not to make excuses because she still should have. Right. But I'm just assuming that's where her mindset was, why she didn't. Because uh, I feel like that's that was a very obvious person she should have written yeah. a letter to. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was very shocked when she said. Yeah. Said her mom. Um. So the restorative justice class gave Tasty some closure when it came onto the whole thing with her mom raising her daughter, Cindy. Cindy. Oh, okay. yeah, sorry. I was Cindy. like, wait, I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cindy, uh, raised, Cindy's mom raising her daughter. Mm-hmm. And I think that now that she's coming out, she knows that she has to take on this responsibility as a mother in a way without... Because she, yeah, she can't admit it. That's been too long. Yeah. Wait, sidebar really fast. Mm-hmm. Every every time I saw her daughter in this episode, all I could think of was power. power. Oh my god. I was, I was like, like <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, what is she doing there? I did not know. What's, I, I can't remember if she played her daughter in the past episodes when they did the flashbacks. Yeah, I couldn't remember life. either because I can remember the past flashbacks were with her younger. I couldn't remember. Yeah. But yeah, I saw her and I was like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like some characters, like you can't unsee them from other shows. I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, so yeah, so now she's on the phone talking hey, to girl. her. Hey girl. Oh, she's kind of shook because she's like, you're calling me girl now? Yeah, you're my sister. Yeah. Quote, unquote. Right. Um, and so she's asking her about, do you still like, what was it, the Jonas Brothers or something? Uh, or Sweet... Something Zach and, Zach and Cody. Cody or something Sweet like that Zach from yeah, yeah. Disney Channel, I think. Um, and she's like, why are you asking all these weird questions? Yeah. <laughs> and so how do you feel? Like, do you feel bad for for Cindy in a way? Um, I mean, it's an unfortunate situation. I, you know, sh- regardless of the why she did what she did, like, you can't, you really can't just completely uproot a child's life in while they're growing up. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there's no right time to say it mm-hmm. because when they're younger, that's going to mess with them. When they're older, they might be resentful and right. mad. Um, there's no right time, but um, I completely forgot your question. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel bad for Tasty because she's... Um, Cindy. Cindy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like Sunday. It's Brianna, like not week. all black people look alike. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you feel bad for Cindy because she's kind of shocked that her her daughter grew up so yeah. much? No, I mean like I don't I don't necessarily feel bad for her because like like I was saying before I lost my train of thought. Mm-hmm. That like she made her decision and she had to keep she kept it and she went going with it. I don't feel bad, but I I mean, in that aspect, but it does, it is sad to know that she wasn't there to see her, you know, grow up 
and, or, you know, do through these life changes and be there as her mother. Right. You know, so it, it's like, it's just like a sucky situation. Yeah. Um, I feel like she's going to have a hard time adjusting when she gets back home. I hope that we'll follow up with, with yeah, everything. That's what I was, that was yeah. going to be part of my like predictions. Like we going to see her or not? I hope so. Uh, it was cute, though, when she went to say goodbye to um, Suzanne. Yeah. And I, I just love when Suzanne, she just plays her character so well. She's like, <laughs> you know, her fingers everywhere. Yeah. Like, what do you mean you're leaving? You like, can literally watch her thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, and she's like, how Suzanne's like, no, I'm not finished, like, mm-hmm. writing. Um, but, yeah, no, it's cute. And I, I don't yeah, I wonder if it's going to be hard for her and if we're going to see her. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think Suzanne is such a child, and the way she handled her leaving, it's almost as if Suzanne is the child in a marriage and her parents are getting a divorce. Mm, mm-hmm. And she's trying to figure out, how can I make this work? Yeah. How can I fix it? And she's trying to force it. And I, it, that never clicked with me until I saw her exchange with Cindy when she was yeah. leaving. I didn't even think about that either. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh my gosh, she doesn't even realize when she says, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. And then the way she took it, she took it like so hard. Mm-hmm. And I felt bad for her. Um I'm surprised that Cindy kind of just threw it on because Cindy knew she was getting out for a minute. Yeah, she had, well, at least for like a week. Yeah. At least, you know. Why do you think she didn't prepare Suzanne? Uh, I think just in general, she wasn't really prepared to leave at all. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's just because of the guilt that she has with, with Tasty and, and, um, and that was also aiding to us, like, feeling like, is something going to happen to her? Because mm-hmm. she just didn't have that, like, excitement to leave and get out of there yeah yeah what did you think about tasty's letter to her mother oh, okay yeah that you know that oh my god the voice you know the voiceover while she was right like talking was like saying like sometimes you do the wrong thing you know you're doing the wrong thing and you still do the wrong yeah. thing and i was like girl she's just like so i mean like i get it you're in jail for life uh because basically cindy uh i would feel very hopeless and depressed and Mm -hmm. sad but like she's just like now she's letting she's putting her anger out on other people um and passing that along Mm -hmm. and just that just creates more anger more guilt more sadness like you know so that was just like a little disappointing to see I mean, it's already disappointing that she's trying to kill herself, but yeah. it's a little dis- it was disappointing to see that just because, she, you know, she's upset, she wants to make this completely innocent person's life miserable. Like, mm-hmm. I get it with Cindy, but, like, this girl does not know this. Monica does not know this. This is going to rock her world, and she doesn't care about, like, the backlash as long as Cindy's hurt. Yeah, you it's, know? it's insane to me. It really, 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 really made me look at Tasty, like, dang, you're reckless now. Yeah, reckless. That's such a good word. She's super reckless. Reckless. I kind of was hoping she wasn't going to put it in the Me slot. Me too. When, you know, when she hesitated, yeah. I'm just like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. Then, no, please. And I she hope, did it. I hope they don't send that mail. Like, I hope, <laughs> I hope the, the jail's being really shady and doesn't send that mail. Like, I, I hope they do. Because <laughs> I want this storyline. Oh, man. Um, that could be like a spinoff or something. Yeah, it, could, it really could be. Um, but... I think 
I think it, it it was the best that she could do because in a way, Tasty got some type of closure and re- some type of feeling of resolution versus physically harming uh, Cindy. Right. I I I I agree and disagree. Mm-hmm. I feel like she got revenge. And she got revenge. revenge. Revenge is not yeah good. Yeah, it's not healthy. But I am happy that she decided not to like kill Cindy right. because that's really where I thought it was going. Yeah. yeah, but the emotional damage that she's doing with this yeah. outweighs the physical damage. Yeah, probably. I'd rather her get beat up, uh, yeah. Cindy beat up, than you know, rocking like I said, some someone else who's innocent in all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So. I want to play a quick game. Yeah. So, since we don't have our other... So, you don't want me to win by myself? Yeah, you're not going to win by yourself, even though you always beast this game. Um, I'm going to test your memory, because Oh, today's... man, my memory's like... You're going to get it, though. Okay. Um, I have three qu- three pieces here. Okay. And basically, this whole episode has been... Uh, like a therapy session. Everybody's been giving advice to everyone. Mm-hmm. And so I have three pieces of advice. Well, four. Um, that No, three, sorry. <laughs> that I'm going to ask you who said it. Okay. And who they were giving, like what the situation was, why mm-hmm. they were giving it to them. Okay. So the first one is um, answer around the question. That is uh, Figueroa talking to Ward. Okay. About how to handle questions that she doesn't know how to answer. In okay. The See, I told you this is going to be good. Okay. Yay! Yeah. Ding! Ding, ding, ding! Okay, number two. Make a, make a, oh, make a Picasso out of her face. That was Daya, right? <laughs> yeah. Daya talking to, ta- thank you, thank, thank you. Thank you, thank <laughs> you. Talking to Tasty about B.E. Cindy's I was like, damn, Daya. Daya's wild. just ruthless. She's <laughs> so wild. Uh, and the last one is use her arrest as a get out of jail free card. You know this. This is in the very beginning, like literally the first scene. You know. If you can't remember the the person's name who said it, what were they saying it about? I use her arrest as a get out of jail. Yeah. I really don't remember. Oh my gosh. It was the uh the really gross guy that was forcing um Alex to sell the drugs. The guard. Oh, okay. <laughs> you telling... wanna know why I don't remember that scene? Why? <laughs> because I was telling you I have a kitten at home. Oh yeah. And the kitten started watching the TV and I was tripping out on the kitten watching the TV, so I have no <laughs> idea what he was saying in the beginning of the scene. So the kitten knows who said it, the but kid, you don't. Yeah. I gotta ask Kitty. Kitty will know. So yeah, so <laughs> that oh Kitty gets a ding. Kitty get a ding. <laughs> um so yeah, that was him talking to okay. Hopper about uh, yeah, Lady's arrest. I completely yeah. missed that. He's so ridiculous. I'm going to have to go back and just watch that opening scene. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'll show you a picture later. It was nuts. It was so funny because Hopper was crying like a baby. It was hilarious. Um, <laughs> so let's get into some predictions. Okay. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Do you have in mind? Um. Yeah. Oh, well, I uh, have prediction. I still predict okay. that something's going to happen with Macola and Alex. Okay. Okay, I feel that. I feel that. Um, I don't know. I, I we were just talking about this, but I'm really interested to see if we're ever going to see Tasty again. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of feel like that's where we're going to leave off. I don't feel like we're going to get answers on that at all. Um, because I, yeah, it'd be too. We already have Alex. I mean, Piper outside of jail. It'd be too much to have 
another character character and storyline going on outside of jail. So I mm-hmm. kind of feel like that was like one of the ends. That was the end for Cindy. Mm. Do you think the same or no? No, you don't. I think I think they're going to at least give it an episode, at least one more episode yeah. of the the follow-up because you can't you can't send a letter like that and not show what happened after what if what if her what if her daughter ends up running away getting into trouble and then gets locked up oh my god oh my god my mind is so dark you're just like you're creating like five spin-offs right now (laughs) i want to be a writer so bad but aren't you black (laughs) the season wasn't over um but yeah i i would love to see something happen with tasty and i agree that alex and mccullough are gonna something's gonna happen with that damn boostier um and i can see piper just continuing to struggle being away from alex yeah oh for sure definitely um so that's all i can say for right now yeah but luckily we'll be back very soon because we're gonna have episode seven yes yes so i am your host make sure you follow us on instagram i am b underscore cheyenne c-h-i-a-n-n-e and where can they find you you can find me on twitter and instagram at x-o-x-o-c-e-s-c-a and as always you can follow all of us at after buzz tv yes you better plug after buzz Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 